years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Wow. wow. Where do we start here, Bob? Hi. Where do we start here? Good morning, by the way. You good? How are you? You nice? Uh, Yeah, I'm okay. Okay. All right. I mean, where's the emails at? We got to start with the emails, right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The building? Oh, yeah. I know what, what you're What the hell about. happened here? I don't know. And in the, uh, by the way, for people who don't know where we broadcast from, we're in that big gold DVE building in uh, in Green Tree, right on Fleet Street, right next to the uh, to the Parkway. Uh, it's got the big 1025 WDVE logo on it that everybody sees every day on their drive on the Parkway. Which, by the way, we still have no idea why only DVE gets their uh, gets their giant logo on the building. Like, shouldn't it be an iHeartRadio logo at this point? Ah, uh, you'd think so. Like, how many stations we got here? Like five or six different stations. Uh, but yes, but DV, yes. like I'm not hating. I'm just saying. I love everybody at DVE. They're the best. But DVE is the only one with their logo on the building. Like, shouldn't it just be an iHeartRadio building? DVE got in early though. Probably cost too much to change it. You think that's what it is? Yeah, yeah. It's been out there for probably what? Probably like five, six years yeah, or something been, like it's, that. It's been a while. Too much to change it now. They went too deep with the big DVE logo to change it. It would make sense as an iHeartRadio logo, though, right? Since every station here is an iHeartRadio station, and that's the name of our company that owns every station in the building. <laughs> no? You know. <laughs> You're right. Probably too too deep to change at this point, right? All right. So we leave the station yesterday, and I start seeing these emails. Do you have the emails printed out for me at uh, all? I don't have them printed out. Okay, no. do you want to read them? I gotta find them here. Uh, I, the, the, we start. We gotta start with the first one. Okay. Uh, don't name any names here. Okay. Leave everybody anonymous who was, you know, sending emails and stuff like that. But just kind of. Ex- now this has happened before, but I don't know if it's happened on this scale before at the station. Go ahead. Read the uh, the first email that went out. Just the the, the warning email, right? Uh, yeah, it started with, uh, we've turned off the blowers on the fourth floor to prevent the spread of the smell from the ladies' room situation. That this is- means it might become a little warm. Just be aware. Thanks. Okay, that is not the first email that went out. That was the last email that went out. The first email that went out, Bob... Was there one before that, really? There was two before that! Oh, I completely missed You've them. completely screwed this entire thing up by reading the final email. The first email was from 11.30 in the morning, and it said, Black water coming through the floor. Don't use the fifth floor ladies' room. Now, for some reason, this has actually happened here before at the station. It was on, wasn't it on the third floor? It It was was on our third floor here. We're on the third floor, and there was black water in the ladies' room. Like, it looked like tar. Didn't smell like tar, but it looked like tar. So the follow-up email to Blackwater coming through the floor 
was please note that the fourth and fifth floor ladies' rooms are closed until further notice. And then the email went out that the blowers on the fourth floor were turned off to prevent the smell from the ladies' room situation. And it might become a little warm. (laughs) Now, I tweeted about the fourth floor one (laughs) last night. And there's random businesses in our building as well. Yeah, yeah. Somebody up on six said six is shut down as well. Oh my god. Six bathroom, the six floor bathrooms are not usable anymore. Is it only the women's bathroom? What's happening here? Like, why isn't the men's room uh, having the the black I, water problem coming through the floor? I don't know. Did you check the men's bathroom this morning? Like, I, I am, a, I am so afraid to flush the toilet. Oh, I'm here not right going now. in the men's bathroom. I'm not. What going if you have to go? What if you have to go uh, bad? I'm what if it's anywhere. an emergency? I'm going to sink. What do you mean you're going? I'm going to sink. There's no rules today. <laughs> we're pl- we're playing by outdoors rules. Like black goo is seeping we're out play- of the floor. We're playing. We're playing with camping rules yeah, right now. Yeah. We're we're deep in the woods and there is no chance of us finding a toilet. It's just go wherever you can. I'll, I'll go pee in the parking lot. <laughs> no, you won't. I'll go pee in the parking lot. If you go be in the parking lot, if you got to go to the bathroom today, and you go in the parking lot, then it becomes a uh, a public urination or public defecation situation, and then you're going to make the news. I mean, just as which gro- I I encourage that actually as gross as it possibly could be. <laughs> oh it doesn't get much grosser than unidentified black goo that stinks like oozing through the floors. Is it unidentified? Uh, or- it's probably logs. <laughs> It's probably logs. Hey, where is Matt Mertz? Like, we got to get Matt Mertz on the case here, right? Like, this is the perfect situation to call our super plumbing friends at Matt Mertz Plumbing, right? Because this has been going on for a couple years. It was like a couple years ago when we first saw the the black sludge uh, in the woman's room on the third floor, right? There's a report that it's coming through the ceilings and now dripping through floors also. Get real. I mean, there's no way it's... Okay, there could be black sludge coming through the ceiling at some point today. <laughs> All right, I'm going home. Kiss Morning Freak Show, Mikey and Bob. We've started the show by uh, letting everybody know what's going on in our building. Uh, there are a few floors who have the uh, women's bathrooms uh, shut down, I think. Because there was some sort of black sludge coming up through the floor. And, uh, Bob, you heard it was coming through the ceiling on, what, our floor? Yeah, a little bit of a drip. A drip down effect. Sam tweets here, sounds like you guys have the perfect opportunity to film an actual horror movie today. Hashtag attack of the goo. Uh, Butch tweets here, saying a prayer for Mikey and Bob that their area is unaffected by the unidentified uh, black poodle juice. (laughs) I poodle juice? Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> this doesn't look like any sort of thing that came out of a poodle. No. Uh-uh. I mean, we are talking about, like, crude oil. Black sludge. Oh. This is not the kind of oil you want to strike, either. Nobody's hitting it rich with this oil. This ain't black gold. This ain't the kind you're excited to find. Mm-mm. Bad. Bob is threatening to uh, go to the bathroom in the parking lot today. Hope you're joking about that, but I am. I am. I am afraid to use the toilets here. Uh, Mikey and Bob, hello. Hey man, forget the parking lot, dude. I'm close to you to the elevator. Using the elevator as a toilet today, you're saying? Yeah. 
just get on, do my business going down a couple floors, take it back up, and hop right off. Well, whatever floor the bathroom, the black ooze, I'm going to that floor and use it there. I think I think it's four, five, and maybe six. Either way, it's going to be in the whole elevator, so it don't matter. Oh, gosh. It is just about. I haven't seen it yet, but I am staying away from all the women's bathrooms in this building today. What are they eating, man? Jesus. It's just one office lady who keeps clogging all the toilets and destroying floors. That'd be amazing. We got to make a, a tribute plaque near one of the women's room's toilets for whoever did this. Marge has been taking a lot of fiber lately. <laughs> oh, goodness. Maybe I should eat them prunes. <laughs> oh, God. Hi, buddy. Hi, guys. What if it just is one lady who just the toilet destroyer? So- Something happened. Took out three <laughs> floors of toilets. Be unbelievable, right? Yeah, Justin tweets is here. Call Matt Mertz Plumbing. Uh, yep, drains, clogs, backed up logs. Matt Mertz. I think we have all three of those things going on. <laughs> you think? You think it's the toilet trifecta right yeah, there? Yeah. It's the drains, the clogs, the backed up logs. It's time to call Matt Mertz Plumbing, and we have an emergency. There's black sludge all over the place, and Mikey and Bob are scared to use the toilets. I, I really am scared to use the toilet here. Oh, Sorry. yeah, yeah. Didn't, it, didn't that happen one time, and it came out of the sink also? Yeah. Oh, God. Scared but excited. What gross, Scared gross. but excited. Ugh. Hey, because I, a simple trip to the bathroom could be good show content for us today. Uh, if you just tuned into the show, uh, we have started by talking about whatever's going on in our building because the emails were flying yesterday that there is black sludge on the floor in uh, the woman's room here. I guess it was a big thing at the station yesterday. On three different floors. The emails started uh, started flying right when we left. It was, I think it was about noon or so. And then it was just like, oh, don't use the uh, women's bathroom on the fourth floor or whatever it was. And then it was like... Another floor got shut down, and then we heard it like was coming through the wall at one point. Or, <laughs> I don't know. It just does not sound like a good situation here. Uh, Nate tweets us. Says, must be all of those New Year, New Me cleanses everyone's doing. <laughs> all right. You know what? <laughs> I'm doing an all-liquid diet. That's all I'm doing. Shake for breakfast. Shake for lunch. Shake for snack. Oh, God, I've been bloated, and it's all coming out of me. And a dinner shake. I like to call it my supper shake. (laughs) And you know what? It goes right through me. I know how they lose weights on these cleanses. Goes right through you, okay? Coming out like black sludge. Hey, our show today is disgusting. Turn us off now. (laughs) I... There's just one lady. I'm sure at some point we're going to move on from this, but right now this is what is affecting our lives. Black Sludge. One lady in the office bragging how she's down 18 pounds, (laughs) but she's taking out three floors of plumbing. (laughs) (laughs) Some sort of weight loss testimonial. In just one week, I'm down 18 pounds, (laughs) and I haven't had to go to work. All but two days so far in 2018 because I shut the building down. <laughs> uh, Daniel tweets us here. Brown fudge oozing black sludge. Matt Mertz. <laughs> I love that we have worked Matt Mertz, our local plumbing heroes, into this whole ordeal. Usually uh, we like to say drains, clogs, 
backed up blogs, Matt Mertz, but uh, Daniel says here, no. Brown fudge, oozing black sludge, Matt Mertz. Uh, 412-937-9610 is number if you uh, want to get a hold of us. Now, what's your situation there? We came into work on Monday to um, our puke, um, oh boy. caution taped off. Oh, boy. A sewage pipe busted all over our printer. Oh, my God. sewage water into the carpets into our cubes. Oh, sewage cubes. That does not sound good. It's bad. It smells so bad. <laughs> so are you back at work now, or do they have you working in a different area? Are you back in the cube? We're just displaced right now. That is horrible. Yeah, the good thing is we don't really work near the women's bathroom that has the black sludge problem, so we're good. I didn't even smell it when I came in this morning, but just knowing that there is a black sludge bathroom, it kind of creeps me out. It's bad. And then we got into work. They're like, you can't walk back there. Like, how do we do our work? We need our papers. They're just like, oh, your papers are covered in poo now. <laughs> Best of luck to you uh, at work as you try to work through this uh, difficult situation. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, wow. Imagine coming in and have caution tape around your cubicles because something like that happened. <laughs> like, it's got to be pipes freezing, right? Like, that's got to be the cause of this? Somehow? Here, here, I don't know. Could be anything, right? Yeah. New, yeah. New year, new me. Down 18 pounds in a week. <laughs> <laughs> I feel fantastic. Never felt better. Got so much energy, but they won't let me come to work. <laughs> Apparently, I'm some sort of health hazard or something. They brought caution tape out for me. But new year, new me. Don 18 pounds and feeling great. Now, there's always weird things, it seems, happening down in Florida. We cover this almost daily on the show. Mm -hmm. We just like to call them Florida stories. Here we go. Hey! Attention all listeners of the Freak hey. Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes. Oh, yeah. It happened again. It's, it's another Florida story. All right, let's go with uh, let's go with House Cat first here. Let's go with the House Cat. Cat attack sends a West Cocoa woman to the hospital. Such a bizarre story. Here are the details. Neighbors say it all started when a cat jumped into the woman's car. Oh, no. The cat bit and scratched her. Oh, no. They say she fell out of her car, and her car then rolled over her. Oh, my God. What in the hell? <laughs> when Emily tried to pick up, she was screaming. You could see looking like tire prints on her stomach. Family members of the woman say she is expected to be okay. All right, she's going to be okay, so did, that's good. Did you say there were tire marks on her stomach? Yeah, tire marks on her stomach. So she was getting ready to drive away in her car. The cat, her cat jumped in her car and started flipping out, scratching her and everything. Full attack. And in some sort of weird Florida you know, move, she tumbles out of the car. Why not put and, it in park? And, I don't know. It runs her over. And tire marks on her. Alright, let's continue in Florida. We we move from house cat attack that runs over a woman to bobcat attack. New tonight, a bizarre story to share with you. A man claims a bobcat attacked him at a high-rise condo in downtown Tampa. A uh, high-rise condo has a bobcat in it in downtown okay. Tampa? And, uh, can you have a bobcat as a pet <laughs> in a high-rise are there any? Maybe in Florida. Listen, if there is one state where there doesn't seem to be any rules as far as animals yeah. that you can have as as a pet, it's definitely Florida. Are there any laws down there of what you can have caged up as a pet in Florida? It really doesn't seem like it at all. Like, I bet most people that, like, have to train exotic animals for whatever, like... 
Vegas shows and circuses. It's got all start in Florida, right? Which is like, I just had a tiger for a pet. Like, it's all Florida. Lived in my apartment. All Florida. Marcos Hernandez is suing the Sky Point Condo Association and the Bobcat's owner. Yeah. Hernandez claims that last year the Bobcat attacked him while he was working there, causing serious injuries. He claims that the pet Bobcat was not secured. Hernandez's attorney won't comment on the case, and neither is the woman he's suing. If there's one rule in Florida, you got to secure your bobcat, right? So this guy always, was just this always. guy was just coming into the apartment and just claims a wild bobcat attacked him. <laughs> just roaming around. <laughs> like, who just has a pet bobcat? This isn't a house in a rural area. This is a high-rise <laughs> in downtown Tampa, which is a major city in Florida. Just a bobcat that attacked some guy. It's crazy. Florida. Uh, Jennifer tweets us here about the first story. The lady that got attacked by the house cat. Yeah. Do cars in Florida not have doors? How do you just fall out of your car and have it roll over you? How do Only you in Florida? I don't know. Under your car. I don't know. It seems like such a far-fetched scenario, but it actually happened. Maybe she had the door open, right? She starts the car. She, yeah, I don't know. In she, comes the cat. In comes the cat, and maybe she knocks it in reverse or something trying to... F- Fight off her cat, and the next thing, she tumbles out because she's getting attacked by her house cat, runs it over, and she's got tire marks on her stomach. I don't know how you can explain that. I don't know how you can explain a wild bobcat attack and a high rise in Tampa. Let's just chalk it up to only in Florida. We got a couple pictures sent to us yesterday by our buddy Emery who uh, operates uh, our our wonderful partners uh, at Armina Stone, right? The wonderful countertops. Ooh, Armina Stone. So let me give you a little background into, into Armina Stone if you haven't been following along with the show, right? We, we go to Armina Stone one day, uh, you know, just uh, with the people from our sales department. So we're, we're at Armina Stone, and they're just like, hey, these uh, – People at Armina Stone want to talk to you guys about getting some countertops and, you know, uh, sponsoring the show and all that. We're like, all right, we'll, we'll go out there. So we meet the owner, Emery, right? He's just an amazing guy. And we were joking around in the warehouse. They have this huge warehouse with all these slabs of granite and marble that you can get for your countertops. It's it's unbelievable. If you're getting countertops, you got to go to Armina Stone. Ooh, Armina Stone. So they have, like, these... Uh, you know, kind of like countertops set up in their showroom that can show you like, oh, this is, you know, what a kitchen would look like with with this sort of stone and everything. Sure. Yeah. And then they had like this 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 bathroom set up that had like a shower and it had this really classy, like big, beautiful white bathtub. Yeah, it was a nice tub. And this, like this is the first time we meet Emery from Armina Stone, right? And I'm just joking around like we, we'd already done our business talk then and whatever and we'd already toured Armina Stone. And then I'm just joking. I'm like, man, we got to, uh, we need to get Bob in this bathtub. Like, how great would that look, Bob shirtless in this bathtub? I'm like, that would be a billboard right there. And he just goes, like, really? You guys would do that? And we were like, um, like, I was kind of joking when I said it, but I'm like, uh, we'd have to probably talk to our boss and make sure it's good. But next yes, thing you know, we probably would. So, yeah, next thing you know, he's calling us just like, when are we going to do the bathtub photo shoot? I want to put you guys on billboards. And we're like, let's go. And within a couple weeks, <laughs> we are on Armina Stone billboards with Bob shirtless covered in rose petals in a bathtub. And there's another big billboard of us, like in the warehouse with all the, the slabs of stone and 
whatever marble and granite that you can get for your countertops, right? So that's that's amazing. So I think there's been one on uh, 28 and yep, then one yep. here on the parkway when you're coming from the city out to the airport. So yesterday we just get a text from Emery from Armina Stone uh, saying that he put us on two of the biggest billboards in the north, right? It's uh, the one on 19, Route 19 in uh, Wexford, yeah, like Pine yeah. Township. Yep. Wait, is it that... Is it? It's like right past, uh, like where Ditka's is. Right, 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 yep. In the north. So if you're in like the Wexford kind of Pine Township area, past the uh, the Allegheny uh, Hospital building there, mm-hmm. uh, if you can safely pull over, it's past like Walnut Grill and stuff, right? I mean, that in billboard Wexford. is massive. That's a big billboard. Oh yeah, it is. he said it's one of the biggest billboards that Lamar has, and uh, now it'll be Bob shirtless in a bathtub and us in the uh, Armina Stone warehouse. How did things like this happen to us? Like, I am so grateful <laughs> for that guy Emery and everybody over at Armina Stone to just in in just like a couple months just have some weird idea like, man, we we should get Bob shirtless in a bathtub and put us on billboards. And then next thing you know, we're on some of the uh, the most highly coveted billboards in the city. It, it's incredible, isn't it? It's incredible. So thank you to Emery and everybody over at Ooh Armina Stone. Because our station and our company aren't putting us on billboards. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. That's not happening. If we need to to use the power of Armina Stone to get on billboards, then that's what we've done. So if you support the show and enjoyed the show and you're looking for countertops, ooh, Armina Stone. And look for us uh, on 19 19 now on the uh, big billboards out there. All right, let's get to Today in Freak Show History, brought to us by Moe's Southwest Girl. Welcome to Moe's. Here we go. Today in Freak Freak Show History. Today in Freak Show History, we take you back five years. There was a uh, Dateline special, Dateline NBC, right? Where they talked to Al Roker. Yep. Now, a little bit of background on this. There were, Al Roker, uh, who, you know, does the weather on the Today Show, used to be huge. He used to be easily 350 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. He used to be a giant man. Mm-hmm. Then he had gastric bypass surgery and slimmed down to the... Uh, the Al Roker we know him as now, right? Lost a ton. He had to have lost a couple hundred pounds, right? It was it was dramatic weight loss. Right, right. So he was doing a special on Dateline NBC where he was talking about his gastric bypass surgery and revealed that one time he was at the White House and he pooped his pants. And as I'm walking to the press room, I think I gotta you know pass a little gas here. So I'm walking by myself. Who's gonna know? <laughs> Who farts in the White House? Only a little something extra came out. And then. That's what happens. Brown streaks in the White House. Come on, Roker. Roker made snail trails in the White House. You <laughs> pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Uh, not horribly, but enough that I knew. Which is a common side effect of this surgery. Exactly. Yeah, him saying not horribly means that there have been horrible times. <laughs> it wasn't horribly like that one year at the Thanksgiving Day parade where I blew a wet turkey. What do you mean not horribly, you know? You're a grown man, you pooped your pants in the White House. Horrible is a word to describe everything you're talking about. And so so I got to the restroom of the press room, threw out the underwear, you know, and just went commando. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Al Roker Dookie Dance remix is here. It's only a matter of time. The press room. 
myself, walking by myself. There you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you knew it was going to happen as soon as Roker started talking about it. Somebody would remix it. Do the dookie dance. Uh, H&M, not too good. Uh, no. Uh, no. H&M had a photo that appeared on the British version of the uh, the retailer's uh, website. You know, H&M clothing store. Uh, it was a a black child model wearing a hoodie that said coolest monkey in the jungle. Obviously, there are, you know, racial overtones that go along with calling a a black child a monkey and proclaiming him coolest monkey in the jungle. Uh, it's it's amazing when things like this happen in this day and age. It's amazing that it got approved by, I, I'm guessing, at least a couple people to actually make it on their website, you know? Like, that's what, that's what nobody I'm saying. Question this? Like, a lot of time what? when, like, you know, so, so obviously questionable things like this come up, like what H&M did here, there's more than one person who looks at this black child with the coolest monkey in the jungle hoodie and just says, no, that'll be okay. Everybody will be fine for that. It, it won't It won't become a big thing. All it takes is one person to see it, what they might have not thought would have been a big thing, and, be, and, and, and it blows up, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it definitely blew up over social media over the last couple days. Uh, H&M spokeswoman Anna Erickson uh, apologized for the company, saying this image has now been removed from all H&M channels, and we apologize to anyone that this may have offended. Uh, the weekend, uh, the R&B singer who has a deal with H&M tweeted out the picture of the child wearing the coolest monkey in the jungle uh, hoodie. And uh, he tweeted, woke up this morning shocked and embarrassed by this photo. I'm deeply offended and will not be working with H&M anymore. So he's gone. He had a deal with H&M. He's done. He's out. Uh, LeBron James, of course, uh, Cavaliers basketball player, most pretty much most famous basketball player on the planet Earth, uh, put on his Instagram page a picture of the boy. But instead of just putting him with the coolest monkey in the jungle uh, hoodie on, LeBron James put a crown on him and put a crown over the text and then wrote King of the World on it. LeBron James writing on his Instagram, H&M, you got us all wrong and we aren't going for it. Straight up, enough about y'all. And more of what I see when I look at this photo. I see a young king, the ruler of the world, an untouchable force that can never be denied. We as African Americans will always have to break barriers, prove people wrong, and work even harder to prove we belong. But guess what? That's what we love because the benefits at the end of the road are so beautiful. That's what LeBron James put on his uh, his Instagram calling the uh, the kid king of the world there. Uh, pretty tone deaf by H and M to to do something like that. And you know what I I just you know as a as a white man, it's so it's so almost just stupid to try to tell like a black person how to feel about that. You absolutely can't because right. you're not in their shoes. You don't live a day in their shoes. You just don't. Because, you know, 
All you got to do is log on to social media and go to the comment section. Be like, I can't believe, you you know, there's always people who are like, there's nothing wrong with this. I can't believe. Honest mistake. A lot of white people. Yeah. yeah, Saying like, and it's just like, like, you don't live in their shoes. What a lot of black people have to go through with every day. Maybe they've been called a, a monkey, you know, before. Me as a black man, I'm not going to tell... Me You're as a white man. Me as a white man, I'm not going to tell a black person how to how they should feel about this H&M ad. No chance at all. So H&M apologized for it, whether people want to believe that it was an honest mistake or not. But, you know, they have just been blown up on social media. And like I said, the weekend has completely backed out of his deal now with, uh, with H&M. So that is... Uh, Kind of a big deal that a lot of people have been talking about last couple days on uh, social media. Uh, Steelers, of course, taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars Sunday 1 p.m. at uh, Hines Field. All fired up about that. We will be giving away Steelers playoff tickets Friday morning on our show. Antonio Brown, who, uh, what game did he get injured? That was like, what, three weeks ago now? That was the Patriots game. It was the Patriots game. That's right. Antonio Brown went out, and uh, of course, a lot of people thought, especially with the bye week, that he might be able to come back for the playoffs. He, he He's going to play on uh, Sunday. Still not really clear how how good he's doing. I think Ian Rappaport from NFL.com uh, said Antonio Brown's going to be 100%, which we just said that's just stupid. Nobody is 100% right now. Nobody. There's, there's not one player in the NFL left at this point who is 100%. Like, he wasn't walking correctly <laughs> yeah. like a week and a half ago. Uh, Antonio Brown, though, talking to the media after practice yesterday for the first time in a while, asked, uh, does he feel 100%? See how it goes. Uh, we progress. I feel like I was able to go through practice. I still can get a little better. But uh, regardless of circumstances, we can't make no excuses. we got to find a way to get the job done and get out there and uh, perform for the team. AB was asked, uh, was it scary when he uh, when he went down? Absolutely. You know, as soon as the incident happened, had an MRI, uh, Within the police car, right to the hospital. You know, I'm pretty grateful. You know, you grow from those experiences. Did they really put him in a police car to take him to the I hospital, mean, or did he, he mean ambulance? I don't know. Did but they you, take him ambulance, or did he just get a police escort? Remember did they how bad it looked, though? Like, it looked like his leg was like broke. I remember his leg like moved like it shouldn't yeah. in 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 two different places. Like when they kept showing the slow mo replay of when AB got hurt. It was like his his leg went one way, and then he was like, oh, that's bad. Oh, but look at that. That was even worse. And it's just like, well, there there goes that. You know, there goes that. I just thought it was weird. They said he got in the police car. Like, I hope that's not how they took him to the hospital. <laughs> Throw him in the back of my cop car. It just seems a little weird, right? But, hey, quickest way. Only in Pittsburgh would that happen, though. Like, police. Load up, Antonio. Let's I, go. I can almost guarantee that he got a police escort to the hospital, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely yep. he did. Because there is nothing more important. Yep. There is no injury. Hey, people have gunshot wounds and everything. No. Most important injury at that moment in the city was Antonio Brown's leg. I don't think no man playing this game, you know, never had a adversity. So I was, I'm glad I'm able to be on my feet today, talk to you guys, and uh, persevere from that situation. Yeah, Antonio Brown saying all the right things. He was asked about the uh, young guys like Juju 
even Martavis stepping up when he was gone. I think the young guys did a great job stepping up, uh, making some plays, uh, buying me some time with the victory with the bye week. Uh, those guys been really dynamic, uh, putting up points in the board and uh, coming through uh, for the team. You know, even though Antonio Brown is a little uh, is a little banged up, this is the healthiest the Steelers have gone into the playoffs in, in quite some time, I would think, right? Like, I, I just hope they can not only beat the Jaguars, but get out of this game healthy. If you really think about, like, the past, I, I don't know, four or five years with Coach Tomlin, there's always been a key piece missing to the equation and maybe this year it, you know if they don't make it all the way it'll be like well you know it just wasn't the same without ryan Chazier. who knows but it's always like a major piece uh-huh. whether it's uh you know Le'Veon bell or antonio brown or both of them being out and and i'm not making excuses or anything but that has to factor in like maybe a lot of reasons why the steelers haven't won a super bowl in the past uh, few years. Antonio Brown asked yesterday what he needs to do to play this week. Well, I got to continue to get better. Prepare like uh, preparation is everything. And, uh, it's the playoffs. You know, you got to do whatever it takes. It's not the end of the world. I'm not dead. But I'm just here uh, with a positive mentality. Extremely grateful and uh, excited about the new year. So AB's got a couple days here to uh, still get himself ready. Whatever but... it takes. Yep. Sounds like he is uh, going to be ready to go. Steelers, Jaguars, Sunday. Uh, 1 p.m. at Heinz Field. So here's what we have going on. Saturday at 6 p.m., me and Bob hosting the Steelers playoff rally. This is with the team, Stage AE, on Saturday. We're going to have prizes. Mm-hmm. There's going to be uh, Steelers, uh, Steeler alumni there, Jerome Bettis, Antonio Holmes, Franco Harrison Moore. First 1,000 people will get a special Steelers fathead, including free. six players. Free to everybody. Yeah, free to everybody. That will be uh, Saturday, 6 p.m., me and Bob hosting the official Steelers playoff rally at Stage AE, sponsored by Hyundai and FedEx. And then uh, Friday on our show, we're going to have Steelers tickets to give away. So be listening to our show Friday morning. We'll have Steelers tickets. What we're going to make you do is listen around 7 a.m., 8 a.m., and 9 a.m., We'll give you a Steelers player name at the top of those three hours. The first person to call us at 9 a.m. who has all uh, three Steeler player name. You will be going to the Steelers and uh, Jaguars game on uh, on Sunday. That so easy. Steelers tickets on the show on Friday, and then we will host the Steelers playoff rally um, Saturday at Stage A. It is a big weekend. Get fired up for them Steelers. Mattress firm! Mattress firm! <laughs> Madras Firm has their New Year's sleep sale going on right now. You go to a Madras Firm. With any purchase of a mattress, $7.99 or more, you uh-huh. get a free Fitbit. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> check, ah. check your steps. See how you're burning those calories. Get a new mattress. Get your body right. Trying to get healthy in 2018. Madras Firm is going to help you out, making sure you're getting healthy with a good night's sleep and get that Fitbit on. All right. Plus, they still have the New Year closeout going on. Up to 70% off name brand floor models. Uh, Beautyrest, Serta, Hampton, and Rhodes. I mean, seventy percent off. You're not gonna, you're not gonna beat that any place. No, they have uh, Beautyrest Queen mattresses starting at just three ninety nine, or Hampton and Rhodes Queen mattresses at just one ninety nine. It's the New Year's sleep sale going on right now at Mattress Firm. Mattress Firm. Save money, sleep happy. You watched national title game last night. Alabama beat uh, Georgia 26-23 to in overtime. Uh, I got to be honest, I didn't watch one minute. Really? Yeah. Wow. 
I watched the first half. I guess there was just nothing else on. I just kind of had it on in the background, but really I was watching for halftime. Uh, Kendrick Lamar uh, performed at halftime. And then they uh, put out a new uh, Black Panther, the new Marvel movie that's coming out next month. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Like, I, it's been a while since I've been this jacked up about a, uh, a Marvel movie. I can't wait to see Black Panther, man. It looks incredible. And, like, they premiered a new trailer that had, like, a new Kendrick Lamar song on it. I was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> Took me a while to get to bed last night after that. I didn't care about the rest of the game. I didn't care who won, whatever. <laughs> but Alabama ended up winning 26-23 to 23 in overtime. So they're the national champions. That's the fifth, fifth national title for Alabama since 2009. It's crazy. All right, let's get to this uh, next story out of Thailand. I mean, listen, we don't go to Thailand very often (laughs) for stories. That's what I'm saying. Like, listen, we are a radio show, even though we can be heard throughout the country and throughout the world on the iHeartRadio app. We are a a Pittsburgh radio show. It's very rare that we cover something that happened in Thailand. You know it's got to be good, right? This is from the uh, Metro in the UK here. Uh, This happened at the Phuket Airport in Thailand. A man had to be subdued by six airport security guards after smashing through shops, destroying goods. 27-year-old Steve Cho from New York... Of course. ...apparently swallowed too many Viagra and rampaged naked through the airport, <laughs> screaming nonsense at people... It's got to be a guy from the U.S. ...and hurled lumps of his own feces. Oh, my God. There's a lot to unpack there. How do we get there? (laughs) First of all, he's on too many Viagra. He's naked in the airport. He's screaming at people, and he's throwing feces. A statement from the Phuket International Airport said the man admitted taking too many Viagra drugs. Statement said to control the situation and prevent any danger that might happen to other passengers. The officers had to arrest the man. They brought him They brought him uh, to the north side of the terminal to avoid other passengers and managed to calm him down. He just wandered around like a naked Viagra Godzilla. Look, I'm telling you, just there's angry there is, there is pictures of this guy. Butt naked. He is walking butt-ass naked through the Phuket Airport in Thailand. Uh, it says, when he regained his composure, he admitted that he took too many Viagra pills and lost consciousness. All right, now listen. Uh... Like, we've all seen commercials for pills like Viagra and stuff like that. They yeah, usually, yeah. They're usually very, uh, you know, subdued. Uh, it'll be like a, a guy with his wife in a bathtub or something. Or It's always <laughs> weird, yeah, like <laughs> or, some or, dude's out fishing. Or, and... or them, like, embracing in the kitchen a man and a woman is just like, you know. And there's a dog there. <laughs> like They're at the movies. Uh, the commercials like that are just weird, right? But, like, what else are you going to put? you got to be careful with what you put in the commercial so they always just make it like, here's a couple in love. And you know what's going to happen, right? Can you imagine a Viagra per, uh, commercial that, you know, when they go through the warnings? Like, this is for every medication that's, uh, that is, uh, you know, has a commercial on TV. Like they, they go through the list of headaches, diarrhea. Yeah, could cause death, could sure. cause you to, you know, see aliens, could uh, cause you to bleed from your eyes. This needs to be in the Viagra disclaimer now. Too many Viagra pills, you could get naked walking around in an airport in Thailand and lose consciousness. End up throwing your poo. <laughs> Michael tweets his ear. That's what happens when you don't see a doctor after four hours. Is that what it is? 
Hey, listen, I'll be completely honest with you all. I have I have never had to use this medication before, right? No, no. And I know that you're supposed to see a doctor after four hours. Everybody knows that, right? Is that what happens, though? You get naked, start yelling at people? I mean, and at throwing what point, your own feces? At what point do you just take a handful of Viagra, too? Or a handful of your own feces? I mean, you're at an airport, dude. You're about to fly. Says he took too many and lost consciousness. That is a good point. Why? Maybe he just... Why do you need those right, on the plane? Listen, all right. Uh, uh, I'm starting to put the puzzle together here. I'm starting to put the puzzle together here. He was from New York, right? Yeah. He's yeah. going over to Thailand. They have different laws in Thailand than they do in America. I'll leave it at that. He gets off the plane oh. and takes a bunch of Viagra. Ready to go. Ready to party in Thailand. Then loses consciousness, runs around the airport naked. Well, he said he lost consciousness, but he's running around the airport naked throwing his own feces. <laughs> he accepted responsibility and offered to reimburse for any damages that he caused. That was a nice guy right there, right? Uh, they sent him to a nearby hospital for medical checks and a routine psychiatric evaluation. I you, you got to, right? Like, you got to have a psychiatric doctor. Like, I mean, once you pick up the poo and start throwing it, yeah. I, I would almost say once you get naked at the uh, airport, uh, they're yeah, probably going right. to have to take you to we the, can rewind uh, it a little bit. To the special hospital. So that's out of uh, Thailand. Uh, perfect time for us to tell you about our friends over at Zero Res Carpet Care. If you have an airport incident... <laughs> Maybe the Phuket Airport in Thailand could use some zero-res carpet care. He offers up the Phuket Airport, the Mikey and Bob special. I got these these friends back home. <laughs> Tall and fat guy. I am not this guy's friend. Oh, I no, no. I know these guys. Uh, Three-room zero-res clean starting at 119 bucks is this month's Mikey and Bob special with zero-res carpet care. We've been using them for years. I honestly thought all carpet cleaning companies were the same. I did. I thought, well, they come out with their machine, just pump a bunch of chemicals into your carpet. No. Nope. And, yeah, you know, it stays wet for a little while, and your co- your house will smell like chemicals for a while. And that's not how it is with zero-res carpet care and their empowered water. They come out there empowered water. They take care of the spots. They clean your carpets. Your house smells nice and fresh and citrusy when they're done. And like Mike said, your carpets aren't soaked after they leave. Yeah, hopefully the Phuket Airport in Thailand is listening. Mikey and Bob special three-room zero-res clean starting at 119 bucks. They do air ducts, too. Call for the Mikey and Bob special. It's 412-701-1188. That's 412-701-1188 or zeroresphgh.com. Uh, spell it backward or forward. It spells the same. Zero-res. 961. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. James tweets here. I turn you guys on. I'm already laughing. It's going to be a good day. I'm sorry words are so hard for you. Yeah, we're not the best at reading. Uh, we're not the best at uh, talking. It's uh, it's really amazing every day they pay us to uh, to come in here. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Somebody snapped me uh, a picture yesterday. Uh, from what people are telling me on uh, Facebook, because I, I had to post this picture on uh, the 961 Kiss Facebook page. I think it, I think the house is in Monroeville. Did you see what happened in this? No, I, this had to have been yesterday, right? The, the Steeler picture? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like on the side of the road in front of a house. Somebody made like three snowy Steeler players. Le'Veon Bell, Ben Roethlisberger, and Antonio Brown. Uh, they're incredible looking, right? The, the amount of Like, time are they it, all out of snow or is... What took, is that? It had to be unreal. Yeah, they look great. I think it's all snow, right? It looks like it. 
Okay, but what's happening to the left of them? <laughs> the bikini top it, or I, bra? What is, I absolutely love this city, what man. Is it? it is the only city like Pittsburgh is so unique. Like the only city like it in the world. <laughs> and it's just, it's little things like that. Like like this picture that was sent to us. That just make you stop and think. Just like, man, I love this damn city. Like Steelers in the playoffs looking to win another Super Bowl, make a deep playoff run. How, how can we support the boys? We we get one day, couple inches of snow, and somebody just like, we're putting a Le'Veon, an A.B., and a Ben out, out, for the, out for everybody to see on the road. Yeah, but then to the left of them all, I mean, they got helmets, jerseys, pads, and everything. And then to the left of them, there's just something as I, I mean, that can only be described as what looks like a four foot witch. Is that a witch? Because it looks like it has a witch's hat, and it's uh, got a bra on. Wearing a bra. It it looks like they have made yellow snow breasts. I have no idea what's happening here, but it's holding the it's holding the terrible towel. Oh, a black and gold witch. (laughs) Is that what it is? Well, I mean, I don't know what the hell it is, Mike. To be completely honest. Like I'm, the 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 football players are amazing looking, but I am I am, I can't stop looking at the snow witch. Like I I want an explanation on why the the snow witch or whatever it is is there. And it's wearing a bra too. <laughs> Gotta give it snow boobs. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make my boys. Ben, A.B., and Bell over here. And then I'm making a black and gold witch with snow boobs. Looks like they need a friend <laughs> to cheer them on. Well, I'm going to get them a, a snow witchy with snow boobs <laughs> and a terrible towel. I, I don't know. Like, I, I think it's in Monroeville from what people are saying. I have no idea. But whatever it is. And the one thing about Snapchat is somebody snapped me the picture and then I saved it. And then I forgot who even sent it to me. And so I don't know. Uh, either way, it's awesome, and it makes me absolutely love this city even more. All right, what the hell happened to you yesterday? Yesterday, we just had bad weather. There was, like, freezing rain, snow, and icy conditions. I I, I saw your tweet from last night. <laughs> you, were, you were bringing the garbage cans in? Yeah, well, I was bringing them up to the curb. My driveway's, like, straight slanted down. Yeah, you you do have a steep driveway, but it doesn't go up. It goes it goes down. Yeah, like I guess you it wouldn't be sled steep, down right? my driveway. So yeah. I, I'm, I got the cans about halfway up, and like that's when the freezing rain was just starting last night. Yeah, yeah. The driveway was completely iced over, and I froze. Like, did you almost go down? Oh my or? god, yeah, I almost went down, and then I would have slid like down the driveway. Oh, that'd be amazing. Oh, it would have been horrible. Bob's tweet from uh, ten o'clock last night: driveway was covered in black ice. I wandered out on it with two garbage cans. I slar- I started to slide. I froze, went halfway downward dog, and did Cirque du Soleil spin flip <laughs> off of it. I Basically, I am the American Ninja Warrior, you guys. <laughs> I did. It's real. Okay, there is no way that your body can pull off Go. anything that resembles a halfway do- downward dog Go. or a Cirque du Soleil Heat of the moment. spin flip. Heat of the moment. My okay. body went full USA Gymnastics. <laughs> like in a pure panic, the adrenaline kicked in. 
Next thing you know, I'm downward dog and flipping. So if you would have if you would have felt bringing in your trash cans last night, you it, you would have slid down your entire driveway. Yeah, like I let my trash cans go, and then I then I started getting serious. It, and moves. listen, once a man of Bob's side starts going, I've I've seen him on the snow tube hill up at Seven Springs. There is nobody faster on the snow tube hill because he's got some weight behind him. Put me on pure ice. I I am dangerous. He's a larger man, dangerous or graceful, because you're you're telling me you're American Ninja Warrior, sir. This a lay down war dog, and that that sounds graceful to the me. The ballerina skills kicked in, yeah. <laughs> okay, for some reason, I feel like when your body, your big body, I feel like you fall a lot with your larger sized body, but you're able to control yourself. Like you don't move too quick, but when you need to, I get a solid base. Yeah, I got a solid base. Dude, seriously, I just blasted off. Well, good that for was you. Impressive. Now you need to just go home and make uh, Ben, AB, <laughs> and Le'Veon and get him a snow witch with boobs. I made boobs on it. Put the terrible towel on it, too. Cheering on them boys. Go Steelers. Uh, plenty of people tweeted us uh, last night. There's a show on ABC called The Good Doctor. I don't know. Have you ever seen this show before at all? No? Uh,. No, I don't watch that one. I guess there was a point where there was uh, a penguin's jersey hanging in a closet, and then there was uh, this. I gotta say, he seems like a nebby old jerk and a bully. What's nebby? Nosy. It's a Pittsburgh thing. Wow, look at that. Snuck that in. The explanation of nebby making it on to uh, the good doctor on ABC last night. That's a little bit of a uh, a explosion right there. That's pretty awesome. Um, are you worried about Cleveland? Like, are you worried about what's happening in Cleveland? This is uh, right by Cleveland. Rocky River, Ohio. This is happening. Are you worried about this making its way to Pittsburgh? It's possible. Like, you think Cleveland just had a problem with their football team, right? The 0-16 Cleveland Browns. Oh, no. I, I, I almost feel bad for Cleveland. Like, the Cavs should get another title this year just because they have to deal with the Browns, right? And then they got this to deal with. Trending now, wild turkeys are terrorizing an Ohio neighborhood. We have wild turkeys wild terrorizing turkeys. a neighborhood. So Cleveland residents insist though aggressive wild turkeys are no laughing matter. Oh boy. It's only funny, you know, from the outside looking in. Homeowners say there's a gang of them and they are harassing people. Turkey gang? A gang of wild turkeys? Turkey lurkey gang? That are walking down the street and generally terrorizing their neighborhood. Uh, a gang of wild turkeys is terrorizing an entire neighborhood near Cleveland. Uh, the local mailman has even gotten attacked, forcing the Postal Service to sometimes skip their houses. I have never heard of anything like this in life before. Just run in the streets. <laughs> the gang of wild turkeys in Rocky River, Ohio, are so aggressive that some days they won't even deliver mail to the neighborhood. They just look in and go, oh no, it's Hell no. The turkeys are out. Turkeys are going to get me. It's a safety issue because they're not afraid of us. Oh my gosh, turkeys that just don't give an F at all. <laughs> and it's like, this is their neighborhood now. Oh man, Tur turkey yeah. gang, man. Turkey, turkey lurking gang. gang. They kind of lower gang. their head. Turkey gang. Turkey gang. And get some speed going towards you to make sure you know they mean business. Wait, hold on. Did he say they lower their head and they yeah. get speed towards you? <laughs> hold on. You mean to tell me there's a gang of turkeys that basically turn themselves into turkey missiles <laughs> near Cleveland? Turkey torpedoes. My God, where, wasn't the brown season enough? Now Cleveland has to deal with this? <laughs> Damn turkey torpedoes? Yeah, we uh, 
We haven't got mail in three weeks because we have a gang of turkey torpedoes outside our house. Now, it's believed the animals are sticking around because of a steady food source. Wildlife officials are working to remove them from the area. Who's feeding the damn wild turkeys? So in uh, Rocky River, Ohio, uh, near Cleveland, there is a turkey gang who are aggressively running at people with running lowered heads. Basically a turkey gang uh, making themselves into turkey missiles that has stopped <laughs> some days from even mail being delivered to uh, to that city. Ohio making the show right there. Always like to cover weird uh, Florida stories on the show. It always seems like every day there's something weird going on in uh, Florida. It is time again. Here we go. Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes, it happened again. It's another Florida story. Florida recently has been experiencing some unseasonably cold temperatures, and uh, we've we've covered this on the show before. Iguanas down there are are freezing. Yes, they're, a lot of them aren't dying, but they're actually their bodies are getting so frozen, and then when it warms up, they come back to life. Well, there's a man named Tarzan who's collecting them now. Man on a mission in Florida during the cold snap there, venturing out into the wilderness to save iguanas that can't survive the low temperatures. Yeah. You can see him here out in the water collecting uh-huh. the critters. Now that guy recording the whole time has rescued more than 200 iguanas. Okay, a man named Tarzan is out there collecting iguanas from the cold. He's collected over 200. What a Florida story we have going here. I know, buddy. It's freaking cold out here, dude. He- I, is that him talking to the iguanas that, uh, right there? I know, buddy. It's freaking cold out Florida, here, dude. Florida Tarzan. Four-year-old yeah. Michael Holston out on the water at night, boating through South Florida canals, gathering creatures that aren't native to South Florida. Because when the temperature drops, they can't take it, becoming paralyzed by the cold. Yeah. If they fall in the water, they're going to die. It breaks my heart because I'm an animal lover, you know? Tarzan is an animal lover. I just try my best to help. And Thursday night, he helped to the tune of 233 iguanas. All right. Uh, a man named Tarzan is in Florida and has scooped up two, uh, over, I, I, over 230 iguanas. I know one thing. There, no Florida man should ever have over 200 iguanas in his possession. Nothing good can come out of this. Like, I, I, <laughs> I would say the limit's got to be 50, right? Legally, you should only have 50 iguanas. You should never even have that many. Maybe 30, unless you're a pet store. This man has over 230 iguanas. <laughs> Calls himself Tarzan. He's the biggest guy I caught last night. Putting them in bins and pillowcases out of the cold oh, yeah. inside his home. There is nothing official going on here. This is just a man named Tarzan collecting iguanas. That's a five foot, another six foot, another six foot. What the hell? This guy has, like, these, these are not like tiny little baby iguanas. There's a five-foot, six-foot, another five-footer. I know what you're thinking. He caught over 200 of these. Now what? Yeah, exactly. Now what? Florida man with over 230 iguanas? Well, Mike says every single one of them will have a new home. Okay, he's he's selling the iguanas, right? Well, he's selling the iguanas. He's capturing iguanas and selling them as pets. Wait, is is the man who calls himself Tarzan, is he turning his home into a pet store now? Yes. All I got to Guanas. If you're looking, I got a five footer over there, a six footer, another five footer. As a pet. In fact, he says he already has homes for 69 of them. Okay, now hold on. Let me pump 69? the brakes. Let me pump the brakes right here. He's absolutely lying. 100% lying. He just threw 69 out for the news. A man named The Real Tarzan is being interviewed on the news because he's captured <laughs> over 230 iguanas that he's 100% going to sell for profit. To save them, right? He's got them in bins and pillowcases. And they ask, how many how many have you already found uh found homes for? 
You want the exact number? Uh, yeah, Tarzan. 69. <laughs> There's no way. Like, that guy just made that number up. He did. He did. Well, what number would you expect out of the real Tarzan? People all over the world. The internet helps me. Anywhere from a baby. Okay, this guy is selling Florida iguanas on the internet. 69 of them so far. To a adult iguana, they get homes. Every single one of them. Not all heroes wear capes. Okay. That's him in the video yelling, not all heroes wear capes, and I couldn't agree more. <laughs> if there's one line to, to really sum up a man named the real Tarzan saving iguanas and then selling them for profit. Not all heroes wear capes. Not all heroes wear capes. He shares his missions with more than 440,000 followers on Instagram. That's unbelievable. This guy almost has half a million followers on the gram. Yo, how don't you give this guy a follow, though? He's got 230-plus <laughs> iguanas living in his house. I got to follow this guy right now. I'm not following this guy on Instagram. This this needs to be a follow today for me. Where he's known as the real Tarzan with an extra N. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> So if you want to follow up on Instagram, he's almost at half a million. The real Tarzan with an extra N is who you're looking for. He saved over 200 iguanas and by his count has currently sold 69 that have found new homes. Florida wow. making the show once again. Not all heroes wear capes. You see the uh, billboard tweet yesterday? The, uh, the, the Carrie Underwood that you're talking about? Yeah, Billboard, like the music site, magazine, whatever. Yeah. They uh, they sent a tweet out and deleted it. Tweet little, said... A uh, slip up here. Carrie Underwood debuts a new dong on a NFL playoffs commercial. I'm pretty sure they meant to put song in, in the tweet, right? Yeah, a new Carrie yeah. Underwood song on not, an NFL playoffs commercial. Not new dong. Song. Like, yeah. I know she recently fell, and it was a big thing because she, she warned her fans she looks a little different because she had to get 40 stitches in her face. Right, right, right. How impressed is if she went to the hospital? All right, I'm just going to. It's a new song. New song. Uh, Steelers take it on the Jaguars Sunday at Heinz Field. Like I, we're deep enough in the playoffs now, right? Divisional round where we got to hear from uh, some of the Jaguars, right? Yeah. Uh, they came to Heinz Field earlier this year and smoked the Steelers. Ben had an awful game through five interceptions. They have good cornerbacks. What AJ AJ, AJ Bouye is one of them, and then uh, Jalen Ramsey, who might be the best damn cornerback in the entire uh, NFL. They were on talking with uh, Deion Sanders on uh, on the NFL Network. Uh, this is A.J. Bouye on playing at Heinz Field again in the playoffs here. It's going to be fun, man. Going up to Heinz Field against some Hall of Fame players, future Hall of Fame players. Getting no better than that, especially at Heinz Field. We know yeah. we're trying to repeat what we did. You know, Ben said he wanted to play, so he's going to get what he asked for. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. All right. Ben said he wanted to play us. He's going to get what he asked for. Ben asked for it. Uh, this is A.J. Bouye and Jalen Ramsey, the cornerbacks for the uh, Jaguars, uncovering Antonio Brown. When you know you play. 
playing against somebody like Pittsburgh, do you and Jalen say, okay, you know what, I got A.B., you deal with him, let's go do this? They know they know both of us want him, so sometimes they try to figure out a way just to yeah. make it where we go. Oh, oh you can't just slide by that. Say that again. They know both of us want him. <laughs> hey, that's the dog in us, man. I mean, the best always want to go up against the, you know, who, the so-called best in the league. A.B., um, he definitely is one of the best in the league. Yes, um, he is. So hey, why, why, why wouldn't we want that challenge? Tell Chad Johnson we're going to get him a ticket, too. Uh, <laughs> all right. So tell me we're gonna get him a ticket too. All right. Now the reason he brings up Chad Johnson or Chad Ochocinco, the wide receiver who used to play for the Bengals, right, is because Antonio Brown posted like a video on social media of him working out. Yeah. With with Chad Johnson down in Florida recently, like a couple days ago. Leg back together. Yeah. And everybody saw the video and was like, "Oh wow, look at AB make these catches and these cuts. He he's back." So then, of course, the <laughs> AJ Bouye there from the Jaguars is saying. Tell Chad Johnson we'll get him a ticket, too. I kind of like this. This is kind of fun. I didn't expect a, a little talk like this out of the Jaguars. Kind of like it. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, the Jaguars cornerback, on their quarterback, uh, Blake Bortles, because the last game they won versus the, uh, Bur- versus the Bills, Blake Bortles ran for more yards than he passed mm. for. It is just... Uh, Really not a very good quarterback. You can't have your quarterback, the leading rusher, and expect to go to Pittsburgh and come out of there with a victory. We're going to have to uh, have a good game plan, uh, you know, grind out our game plan during the week, make sure we're on our P's and Q's, and then next Sunday we're going to have to, you know, execute better than they execute. All right, listen. Blake Bortles isn't going to beat the Steelers. No, no. That's just, that's it. Like, if they get the running game going and it opens up the pass a little bit where they can – but Blake Bortles isn't about to come to Heinz Field in January and go off for 250 yards and three touchdowns. He's not the difference maker Like, this here. is the kind of game that if the Steelers lose, it's not going to be because the Jaguars beat them. It's just going to be because the Steelers blow it on their own. I just made one of the stupidest sports references that I hate when people say. <laughs> if the Steelers lose, it won't be it's because the Jaguars them. beat them. It'll absolutely be because the Jaguars beat them. If the Steelers lose, it's going to be because the Jaguars score more points points than them. That's going to be the reason. That's my official breakdown. But if the, the Steelers uh, the win, there. it is a guarantee that they will score more points than the Jaguars. Carrie Underwood's got a new dog. Steelers playoff pep rally. We're hosting it uh, Saturday at Stage A, sponsored by Hyundai and FedEx. It's free for everybody. Let's get fired up, Pittsburgh. 6 p.m. Free. Stage A, us in the Steelers. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Allie tweets here. Why is Bob down to one eye? I definitely missed something. Bob has legally been blind in one eye your entire life, right? I'm legally blind. Yeah. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. If I'm being completely honest with everybody, I have been distracted for the last half hour on the show. I have been looking at the Instagram account of the man who calls himself the real Tarzan with two N's. We were covering a story out of Florida earlier. This guy has gone around and collected. It's it's cold down in Florida. It has been for like a week or whatever. And iguanas are freezing. He's capturing iguanas. He has over 230 of them. In his house. And he's selling them. And this guy has over four hundred thousand followers on Instagram. So I was like, "All right, let me let me go, let me go follow uh, the real Tarzan on the gram." And I I can't stop. It's unbelievable. It's just him posing with exotic animals, like that gator or croc that he has is huge. 
It's. <laughs> I does he just go to different zoos or I don't I I don't I can't explain this guy. But if you want to uh, join us and uh, follow him, uh, the real Tarzan, with two ends on uh, on the gram. Hey, he's got like you know almost half a million followers, so he ain't hurting for follows. But all no. he does is post, and it looks like usually like one out of every twenty pictures is a picture of uh, remember the crocodile hunter Steve Irwin. Yeah, yeah. It's like a picture of Steve Irwin mixed in. Yeah, not with the real Tarzan though. It's like Steve Irwin maybe is his hero or something like that. Like a tribute pic. How doesn't this guy have a TV show yet? I don't know. I would watch. I feel like just half a half a million followers on Instagram, whether he bought them or not. Just call him Florida Tarzan. Florida, if if there's a show on Animal Planet called Florida Tarzan, where it's just a guy who likes to take pictures with exotic animals, I'm watching. Right. Got to. Had enough of Oprah yet? What the hell is that? Just him with some beast. Yeah, I'm, I need I need to click off his Instagram here. Are you? Uh, yeah, I'm deep in it. Are you done with Oprah yet? Like, have you had enough of Oprah for president yet? Like, I mean, we're approaching. It, that it was point. 24 it's, hours, and I've had yeah, more than enough. Yeah. There's the one thing about like the media nowadays. Like, Oprah gave a good speech, a, a great speech at the Golden Globes, <laughs> that had nothing to do with running for president. And we're just at the point in the country where people want leadership so bad. That they, like, a good speech at the Golden Globes turns into, oh, Oprah 2020. Like, shit, that's how it's going to be for the next few years. Oh, yeah, Oprah's just the <laughs> first here. This is going to happen over and over again until the actual election. Soon as somebody does something good, like a famous person or something, is going to be like, well, you know, Tom Hanks 2020, The Rock 2020, any any famous person 2020. Clooney. Like, yeah, like somebody gives a good speech at the Oscars, right? It's not Oprah. It'll be like, well, uh, like maybe they could run if they want to, or they could be Oprah's vice president. That's just going to happen over and over again. Uh, Peter Alexander from NBC News says a source close to Oprah uh, said as of today, she had no intention of running for president in 2020. It's not happening, said the source from Oprah herself. Uh, I saw Brian Stetler here, I think he works for CNN, said, Gail King confirms Oprah is thinking about running. But here's the quote. I do think she's intrigued by the idea. I do think that. I don't think at this point she's actually considering it. But listen, there are people who said they've loved to be her campaign manager. Oh, that does not confirm she's thinking about running. It actually confirms that she's probably not considering running. Intrigued Oprah. But here, here's the thing why I bring this up and why this is so stupid and why this needs to stop probably now. <laughs> Because just one speech and it's Oprah 2020 is because nobody right now, no no celebrity, not even any politician right now is talking about running in 2020. No, Seriously, no. because if you think about it like this, here's why Oprah is not going to say anytime soon she's running for president. Even if Oprah right now wants to, she's not going to. There's too, there, she's got too many business things involved, you know? Like, if Oprah said she's running for president right now, there are so many people who uh, 
Like are on Weight Watchers, which what, Oprah, yeah. Oprah basically runs now, who would be like, well, I'm done with Weight Watchers now if Oprah's running for president. What happens? Like, I don't agree with her politics. I'm done. That Weight Watchers stock. Like, nobody is going to touch the money is what I'm saying. Like, all these, like, like just Oprah as just the example I'm using right now. But this, this is going to go on for the next, you know, year and a half or so until it gets really serious. Oprah ain't messing with Oprah money right now. Oprah's not messing up her brand. To let everybody know, what, two and a half years out, three years out that she's running for president? She ain't going to mess up that Oprah money. You kidding Mm me? Mm -mm. Like, sure, she might be intrigued by the deal, but she's really intrigued by Oprah money. She ain't messing with Weight Watchers money just to tell everybody two and a half years in advance or whatever that she's running for president. It's not going to happen. Pump the brakes a little bit. Oprah's just talking about bread and, and tacos right now. Like, we need a couple more years of Oprah, yes, yelling about bread and tacos and cheese and Weight Watchers commercials cheese. before we get into Oprah for president, if that's even going to be a real thing. But I'm going to say this is how the media is going to treat every person who gives some sort of moving speech or does something, like, I- I- incredible. Just starved for some sort of leadership. Somebody gives a good speech at the Oscars. The Grammys is going to be like, they'd be a great politician. Oh, them 2020. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. So it really is. Prepare yourself for it now. Just to start here. That's just how it's going to, it's just how it's going to happen. We've already seen it with like The Rock and it's going to, it's gone to Oprah now and we'll jump to the next person next month when something happens. That's just how this is all going to uh, play out over the next couple years here. Just as we're covering how uh, how ridiculous the coverage of Oprah for president is because of her Golden Globe speech, we look up Megyn Kelly. You know, she's on 9 o'clock on NBC now after the Today Show. First 10 minutes of the show. It says, Oprah for president? Speculation mounts for possible 2020 run. I mean, doing full, like, special guests brought in. and uh, it's, just, it's just nauseating. Oprah experts, like. I guess they are. I don't know what they I'm do. not even talking about whether Oprah is a good enough person to be president or anything. I'm just talking about, like, this is what we're going to have to deal with for the next couple years. This person for president? Mm-hmm. Yep. How about this person? Oh, oh. Yeah, they'd be good. Ooh. Uh, it's going to be warmer today. High of 36. Cloudy with some sun. Tomorrow is going to be almost 50. And then Thursday, we do get into the 50s for the high. It's a weird weather week. Yesterday at this point, the roads were horrible. Morning commute was a nightmare. Yesterday was just there trash. Was, there was snow, freezing rain. Bob last night was bringing in his garbage cans. And uh, almost slid down his entire driveway and only be save, saved it because he is a large, flexible man. And can pull, can pull off Cirque du Soleil mm-hmm. downward dog yoga moves to save his giant body from getting out of control. Barrel roll. Uh, by the way, will I know we were talking about this uh, yesterday. Will you go out there with the warm-up Thursday and de-log your, uh, your backyard from uh, Sally, your pet bulldog, named after Sally Wiggin. Will you de-log on Thursday? I mean, you got to go log hunting. You can't just leave them. Right. You got to give it a fresh start on Thursday, right? Or at least a little bit. Like in know? the 50s, you got to de-log what's happened in the past week or so, right? Yeah, you got to give it a look. I'm not saying like a full cleanup, but you got to go log hunting. 
You just got to go for the uh, the ones that are you can see with the naked eye, right? Yeah, because when it hits 52, they're going to be all... Yeah. Ugh. Come to the surface. Mush. Yeah. Well, most of them will be mush. Greg uh, tweets, after the snow falls, I leave it till spring. I mean, this is a lot. Hold on. This is maybe one of the most disgusting tweets that's ever been time. sent to us. <laughs> Greg says after the snowfall, I keep it till spring. And then just get the mower out and chop them up. Job done. No logs. What kind of monster are you, man? <laughs> chop them up. That's not how this works. Who does that? That's not how any of this works. <laughs> Who does? Who waits? To delog the backyard until spring, and then just mows it, mows it. You can't do Dude, that, right? Up, I've hit a dog turd with the lawn <laughs> mower before. A lawn it is, gnome? It is like worst case scenario. You can't go ramble over your lawn in the spring. Seems a bit much, right? Oh, I mean, it seems, it seems like just taking the lazy way out. Like you got to delog. You can't just get out there with the lawn mower. And go at it. You can smell this dude's backyard three streets away. Like, <laughs> there's no way that any of that is normal. So if you're looking for the chance to delog your backyard, it's probably coming in the next couple days here as uh, temperatures warm up, uh, you know, at least like 30 degrees from what they were um, earlier this week and especially uh, last week. The uh, political economy editor at Forbes, John Tamney, Wrote a uh, wrote it, wrote another story. Uh, you know, Amazon's picking a second city to have their headquarters in, and Pittsburgh has been on the list for a lot of people who have you know thrown a bunch of cities out there. Aren't they supposed to figure that out like early sometime this year? Isn't it? Yeah, They're- it's supposed to be this year at some point. I don't think they expected to have. They said they had two hundred thirty-eight proposals. Yeah, I don't think they expected that many. So we've just been talking about this for the past few months at nauseum about how you know Pittsburgh could maybe possibly be this Amazon headquarters city, and then uh, this guy wrote in Forbes. Uh, that the speculation is that it won't be a traditional major city like New York or L.A. or Chicago, that uh, Jeff Bezos, who runs Amazon, has a tendency to surprise people, and he says they're going to choose between Pittsburgh or Detroit. They say the case for Pittsburgh is Carnegie uh, Carnegie Mellon um, graduates some of the U.S.'s top technological minds. We all know that. True. Pitt, um, and it's nationally known. Pitt is nationally known in terms of student body quality. And Pittsburgh is also in the process of developing a strong technological base with Facebook, Google, and and Uber here, too. And uh, basically, it's saying that it would be important politically, too, to have kind of a Rust Belt city, I guess, like a Pittsburgh or Detroit, for the way the government might want to try to come down on Amazon. Like, they, they might not be looked into as much by, you know, politicians... If they take a city like Detroit or Pittsburgh and completely turn it in, you know, to this magical place, I don't know, what, like as far as the economy goes, right? You know? Right. So that guy's speculating in Forbes that it'll be uh, it'll be between either Detroit or uh, or us here in Pittsburgh. What were you saying when you were looking up Amazon's campus in where, where's their other place at? Seattle, right? Seattle. Yeah. They just yeah. want an East Coast headquarters now. Yeah, yeah. Inside their campus in Seattle, they yeah. have. Uh, 24 restaurants just for their employees. 
So, like, Amazon headquarters, like a se- it's like a separate city. Uh, 24 yes. restaurants. Yeah, it's basically its own city. Its own functioning city. Are there even 24 restaurants in downtown Pittsburgh? I'm being honest. It's, Maybe. It's got to be close. Yeah. Right? I don't, it's got to be close. <laughs> and that's what they have at the Amazon headquarters in Seattle. If If Pittsburgh gets this second headquarters... I feel like me and you need to be there. Like, we need to be not really Amazon employees. Like, Amazon doesn't have to pay us. I just want to pass to be able to get in the building and go to the restaurants. Is that cool? Like, can we eat or what? Like, can we just talk to Jeff Bezos if this happens to be like, can we come in and we'll just stay We'll just stay in the break room, right? Because you're going to have a, all, a lot of new employees and everything. And we just want to make people feel comfortable. So when they come to the break room, it'll be like, Oh, Mike and Bob in the break room. Be like, hi, how's your day going? Everything good? Oh, you guys work here? No, we just, we have lunch passes. We'd be like Amazon therapy dogs. That headquarters is like its own its own city. It has 33 buildings total. <laughs> Where would 33 buildings go in Pittsburgh? I, I don't know. Either way, I want to be an Amazon therapy dog. Okay, so if uh, fantasy scenario, this whole Amazon thing, how are we therapy happens, dogs? Well, we would come in and be like, you know how therapy dogs get brought in, uh, like sometimes the hospitals and stuff, just yeah, to cheer yeah, people I up. And everything. That, That's what I'm saying. Like we oh. would be there to cheer up Amazon employees. Uh, basically, I just want to eat at the restaurants. <laughs> okay, but we, we would, we would, we would, we would pose ourselves as like, listen, you don't have to pay us. We just want to have passes to come into the Amazon city. We're just here for snacks. We're here for yeah. Basically, that's what it is. We, we heard you got the snacks. We'd be for food, but then everybody'd be happy because it, it'd be like clowns, you know, coming to see the kids at school. Be like, oh, well, this is fun, right? It'd be like Mike and Bob in the break room. Everybody's having a good time, and all right. We just talk to people as they go back to work, make them feel nice about their day, and then uh, we eat all the food. 24 restaurants worth. <laughs> I have no clue when they're announcing it, but uh, I'm all for it. I uh, got a tweet here from Rebecca. We need a taser thermometer temperature update. All right. On me or you? We could take these to the Amazon headquarters, right? Uh our buddy Lowell bought us these for uh, for uh, for the holidays. He came uh, out the Seven Springs. Yep, we have these laser thermometers that you stand po- up. Let me get you. You point it at something and uh, it tells you the temperature. What are you gonna get? Crotch temperature right now? You want crotch or nips? Well, Rebecca didn't specify, so uh, let's just go crotch. with the uh, crotch. Let's just crotch. go with the crotch temperature. What's my crotch through. right now? Ooh. Seven, 79. 79 degree crotch. And let me put the laser thermometer. Oh, yeah. Get low. On Bob's Get crotch. low. Okay. Bob's crotch right get now low. is currently at 84 degrees. <laughs> Unbelievable. My man has a pipe and a hot crotch. <laughs> that's over the pants, too. So that's at least Woo. a 95 degree crotch. Attention all listeners of The Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yeah. Yes. It happened again. It's another Florida story. Uh, there was a guy who got attacked by a bobcat in a uh, high-rise in Tampa. New tonight, a bizarre story to share with you. A man claims a bobcat attacked him at a high-rise condo in downtown Tampa. Who's just rocking the bobcat as the pet in the high-rise? Marcos Hernandez is suing the Sky Point Condo Association and the bobcat's owner. Hernandez claims that <laughs> last year the bobcat attacked him while he was working there, causing serious injuries. Yeah. He claims that the pet bobcat was not secured. Hernandez's attorney won't comment on the case, and neither is the woman he's suing. Yeah, the person who owned the condo says, uh, uh, you know, pet bobcat, but they're saying that it was illegally. Well, of course it's illegal. (laughs) 
Actually, in Florida, is that is that Who is that widely known that you can't have a giant bobcat as a pet in Li- Florida? Living in, in, in high your, rise in your apartment with you? Not like it was in the yard or anything. This is like a high rise. There ain't no yard or anything going. Anybody comes to the door, that bobcat just attacks. So uh, they're suing because the bobcat attacked the uh, guy. And then we have this lady who got ran over basically uh, because of her cat attacked her. Cat attack sends a West Cocoa woman to the hospital. Such a bizarre story. Here are the details. Neighbors say it all started when a cat jumped into the woman's car. The cat bit and scratched her. They say she fell out of her car and her car then rolled over her. All right, the lady's alive, okay? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, if this lady died, it would be a tragic Florida death, but she's okay. Cat she, attack. She did have to go to the hospital. So she's in her car. Yeah. Somehow, her regular house cat attacks her. Flies in through the window. Complete cat rampage, and she rolls, she rolls, the, the woman rolls out of the car. Obviously, the only way out, the only way to get away from the cat. And barrel then, roll. And then the, barrel roll, and then the cat ran her over, basically. Well, I doubt the cat was driving. I don't think what the cat was, was driving. This is a Toonsis situation here. <laughs> what if the cat just, like, really hated this lady so bad and is just attacking her? And then somehow the cat attack rage, this lady barrel rolls out of the car just to get away, right? Or cat just, just jumps on the steering wheel? Yep, and is just like, well, she's down. I'm going to run her over. Hard and turn left. just backs up on her. When Emily tried to pick up, she was screaming. You could see looking like tire prints on her stomach. Tire prints on the stomach. That cat definitely ran that lady over. Like, yeah, what did this yeah. lady do to the yeah. cat? Family members of the woman say she is expected to be okay. All right, everything's all good. She's going to be okay, but her cat basically ran her over. So that's a bobcat attack in a high rise, and that is a, an angry cat who basically ran over their owner with a car after she barrel rolled out. <laughs> just, I mean, this Florida. Just, and this is every day in <laughs> Florida. Uh, every day up here in Pittsburgh, Bob is a mattress firm day. Mattress, mattress firm! firm! By the way, when we were at Seven Springs, I know I was saying this yesterday on the show. When we were at Seven Springs over the weekend. People would just greet us like that. Yeah, natural greeting. Magic well, Hey, Mikey and Bob. Not nope. not even a Mikey and Bob. We, we would walk around just the bar, whatever. Mattress firm. I love everything about it. Mattress firm right now has their New Year's sleep sale going on right now, which means start off the new year. Any mattress. Get one, seven ninety nine or more, and get yourself a Fitbit. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a Fitbit so you can track your steps, track your calories. New Year, new you mattress. So uh, free Fitbit comes with any mattress of seven ninety nine or more. They got closeouts going on too, meaning you can save up to seventy percent. On famous name brand floor models. That's Beautyrest mattresses. Uh-huh. That's Serta mattresses. Hampton and Rose mattresses. Uh, you can also save on adjustable bases, sheets, pillows, and more. But up to 70% off name brand floor models. Mattress firm. Uh, the Beautyrest Queen mattress started at just $3.99. And Hampton and Rose Queen mattresses at just $1.99. And again, any mattress is $7.99 or more. You're getting a free Fitbit. Get that Fitbit. Get those steps in. Mattress firm. Save money, sleep happy. Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Somehow we're at the end of our show right now. This goes by fast, man. We yeah, had a good does. time here for four hours. It just zooms right by. I got a Snapchat from uh, Woody here. You guys can add us on Snapchat if you haven't already. Get to see us in the studio and uh, our home life, too. FS Mikey 412 
FS Big Bob 412 on Snap. Uh, Woody Snaps, just want to say thank you guys. When I left my uh, warehouse this morning at 8, I was pissed and ready to quit. After 10 minutes listening to you guys, I was laughing. Didn't want to quit anymore. You guys are great. All right, so I'm thinking around 8 o'clock. I think he was probably listening maybe, uh, or maybe it's a she. Maybe it's a she, Woody. <laughs> a he or she, Woody? It's very possible we could have a she, Woody, here. I don't know. It's- Either way, they, they like us. <laughs> Lady Woodies? I think that was when we were talking about the Cleveland uh, turkey problem, right? There's, uh, yeah, a, yeah, there's yeah. a city in Ohio that's right outside of uh, Cleveland, I think, right? Rocky River, Ohio, where they have an aggressive gang of wild turkeys that are so are so mean. Angry. It's interfering with uh, mail delivery. They kind of lower their head and get some speed going towards you to make sure you know they mean business. A gang of, of turkey torpedoes near Cleveland. Lower their head and lock in and get some speed towards you. Uh, before we get out of here today, question of the day. We do this every day right around uh, 5.30. We give you the question and answer at the end of our show. Then you listen around 5.30 with Tall Kathy. And she'll ask for the answer. Get it right. Win yourself a uh, win yourself a prize. Uh, Freak Show question of the day today. We had so many people send us this last night. On the ABC show, The Good Doctor, what Pittsburgh word were they using? Uh, the answer? I gotta say, he seems like a nebby old jerk. And a bully. What's nebby? Nosy. It's a Pittsburgh thing. Nebby. The full Nebby explanation went out there on the ABC show, The Good Doctor, which I've never seen in Just my life. Just snuck that in there. So Nebby is the answer to the uh, to the freak show question of the day. Uh, what do we got going on here? Penguins are still off. Yeah, Penguins are off. Steelers on Sunday. Steelers Sunday. Tomlin press conference today. Oh, yeah, that'll be fun. Eh, it probably won't be. <laughs> it'll be okay. <laughs> no, I mean, it'll be the same crap we hear every week, right? Maybe Tomlin's going rogue today. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um, This Is Us is back on NBC tonight. New episode Uh, of that. I love that because I cry at almost every episode. Do you really? Yeah. Like every episode gets you? No, not really every episode, but there are are plenty. I bet I've cried. How long has This Is Us been on on NBC for? Is it a good year now, right? Two or three seasons deep. I think they split the the, se- the first season in half, so oh, I think okay. it just started two. I think I've probably cried at three or four episodes. Whatever. I, I have nobody to impress. I could care less, being completely honest, that I cry at NBC show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't watch This Is Us live, though. I watch it on Wednesday because I got to watch my uh, treasures tonight. <laughs> I sound, I sound like Sanchez. <laughs> like Tuesday I, nights are for treasures. Like don't, don't, I just sound like a person who stays at home and watches TV, right? When you plan your life around TV, and you have those special shows that you, I gotta watch my treasures tonight. What, Oak Island, right? Yeah, the Curse of Oak Island. I watched every Tuesday night. It's on the History Channel. These, uh, this, these guys, these brothers are digging for treasure on this island. In Nova Scotia. I've been watching it for seasons. Me and my wife, Jamie, watch it. We absolutely love it. It's the one show I just, I can't miss. Where are the treasure at, though? I call it, it's my treasures. <laughs> can't watch This Is Us. <laughs> you gotta watch Treasures. Because my treasures are on tonight. I got right? This Is Us on the DVRs. I'm, I'm, I'm turning my phone off at 9 p.m. My treasures are on and I don't want to be bothered. I mean, when it comes down to it, I live, I live a sad life. 
Because you watch uh, Curse of Oak Island? I just don't do a lot. Okay. I sit at my house. I don't do anything. As long as you're having a good time. I am. It's all that matters in my life. treasures are on tonight. <laughs> the tre- <laughs> if treasures make you happy. I seriously cannot wait for 9 o'clock tonight to watch this stupid-ass show where they never are going to find treasures that I've been watching for like four or five years. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I. it's all I'm thinking about right now. Oh, gosh. 10 o'clock in the morning now, but I can't wait. Do they end every episode with like a cliffhanger too? It's no, like... not really, but they're never going to find anything. All right. Hey, so negative about the treasures now. Plenty more chances for you to find a treasure of your own today. <laughs> We're giving away $1,000 around 10 after every hour. We're helping to uh, pay your bills at the start of the new year here. So there's like, uh, what, 12 more chances mm-hmm. left on the uh, station today to get a treasure of your own. Find your own treasures. Uh, so that'll be coming up plenty of times today. Your chance to listen for keywords to text in and win $1,000. That's it for us. Ryan okay. T. Show starts right now. All right, guys. Bye. KST HD Pittsburgh. You're on air with Ryan Seacrest.